Pacers. Yeah, Kip was no good on Saturday. He missed two of them jumps. Everything was no good the whole weekend. Welcome to week three of the Adjusting the Will podcast. Joined alongside by Will. I'm Justin. Will, what's up, man? It was a long weekend. What up? What up, man? Long, stressful weekend. I don't even know why we're here today. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. For sure. Uh, we're just letting y'all know uh, tonight's episode will be somewhat uh, non-scripted off the top. Because, uh, yeah, it was a frustrating weekend. Um, on both but, ends, yeah, yeah, on both ends. But you know what? We're gonna make the best of it. We're gonna talk football. Uh, Packers are playing the Rams tonight. Well, who you got in this game? Uh, I'm taking Green Bay tonight. Taking Green Bay? Yeah, you know, you know, uh, Baker don't play well in Green Bay. Nah, it's Baker. Yeah, I'm going with Green Bay. Look, if if Green Bay don't put them away early though, yeah, for sure, they, for know, sure, they might have a chance. But I think they're gonna get them out of here. Yeah, is uh, Aaron Donald out tonight? Yep, he's still out. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. If if Green Bay run that ball and and you know just put this game away early. So what you thinking? You thinking this is an AJ Dillon game or Aaron Jones? You want the power? Both. I think both. I think you're gonna see AJ Dillon more in the second half. You're gonna see Aaron. Uh, you know those those counters, those stretches. Yeah. Uh, and then also in the passing game. But in that second half, I definitely see them beat them up. Yeah, they're gonna wear them down. I mean, you know that's the LA team. You know how they do in the weather. Yep. It's the LA team. Yep. And yeah. you know they heart and soul. Ad he ain't in the middle, so right. Yeah, this a, this a game for them. If they want to stay anywhere relevant, Green Bay got to stay this one. Yeah, for sure. All right, lad. Look, let's jump right into this uh, this recap. Starting with uh, Thursday night's game, 49ers and Seahawks. 49ers was able to clinch the NFC West. Um, I like I like what Shanahan is doing with Brock Purdy. Yeah. Um, that they're, they're really they're really settling him into the offense. You have so many weapons, even with Debo being out, you have so many weapons at at his disposal. Um, and just the way Shanahan is mixing in, you know, the play calling. I like the fact that they went to Christian McCaffrey early in that game. They ran at Seattle. It turned out to be a great game. But um, the two touchdown passes by Kittle, uh, the, the one post route where I think the safety came down into the flat because they felt like, you know, uh, San Fran was going to keep everything down, yeah, yeah. down close. Yeah, they bit that. Yeah, and they then the that. and then that double that double screen that they ran and the tight end ran. Oh my god, beautiful play. Oh my, but gosh. that's a that's a that's a Shanahan special right there. Oh yeah, for sure. That's a Shanahan special. Once you see that play, pump it that way, pump it that way down the middle, you know you're in the game. But I feel like I like like I like you said I like I like the way he's bringing them along because he's just telling them manage the game. Right. He ain't putting too much on his plate. You know what I mean? He ain't asking them to come out here and win the game with his arms. But that boy confident though. Just stay within the system. He confident. Yeah. Like you can see it. In, like he confident yeah. even when he make a mistake or he miss a throw. It's like dang, I missed it. But yeah. on to the next one. But like, you you can see his you can see his. You can see his lack of experience in that game as for well. For sure, for sure. That that interception that got dropped. Yeah. You you could see it like okay, you can kind of tell like he he young, but yeah, his confidence right. yeah, his confidence is definitely top notch. Right. 
I mean, I don't blame them though. When you got that <laughs> type of arsenal, you ain't got nothing, no choice right. but to be confident. But I, I tell you what though, they the offense looked good, but what stole the show for me is San Francisco's defense. <laughs> they fly around. They fly around. They fly like around. you don't see four or three techniques the way we used to see them in the nineties and the early two thousands move and dominate that way. It's the physicality. For sure. When they when they hit, they hit. Like that what's it what's that linebacker in the middle? A uh, Warner. Warner. But then the thing that he come the, with an attitude. The thing that I like about their linebacker core is the growth. Like Green Greenlaw. He Green playing Law. at a high level. Yes. Uh but Ar- Armstead. Eric Armstead. That that solidified it. Yeah. That's I like the fact that they moved him back to the inside too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then I, I I was so high on uh, Kinlaw, but you know he's been out the majority of the season. If they get him back with what they got, <sighs> trouble. My goodness. So is he done for the year? Or no, no. They, they they definitely got him coming back. They definitely <sighs> they got gonna him get him for back. that stretch run. Man, look. They gonna get him for that stretch run. Man, look. That's a team that I wouldn't want to run into in the playoffs. Yeah. Because they can play with a lead. And they could run run with it and blow you out. Mm-hmm. They could keep it close and just bully you and beat you up to the point where you want to lead a game early. Yeah. Yeah, it's the physicality. That's the <laughs> um on both sides of the ball. I think I think Seattle <clears throat> is as much as they've done this year as far as uh the success is concerned, mm-hmm. um, I think they don't have anything to be ashamed of. I think that even if they were to make the playoffs, mm-hmm. I really can't see them getting far, especially after losing Lockett for the rest of the year with the broken finger. Ah. Um, so their defense still, you can see it, you can see it in the game. Like it's they still have a lot of holes. Mm-hmm. But next year, especially once they get uh Jamal Adams back, um, if they keep their draft picks and, you know, they take one of the uh, D linemen or edge rushers from Alabama or Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, if they, uh, I think, I think as far as they probably could could go linebacker, um, pass right. rusher. Because right now they got a top two pick, right? They got Denver. They got Denver's pick. Yeah, and Denver would. I think they like number two right three. now. Denver's two or three. three. Denver's three. Okay, is Tech is Houston, then Chicago, then, then Denver. Denver. Yep. <laughs> number so, three pick. Yeah, you got yeah. all options is on the table. Yeah. I mean, um, go ahead. Yeah. I agree with you with uh, Seattle. So if you got the number three pick, are you are you building your team around Jano? Because that's really what's going to hold them back, the quarterback position. Right. I think we've seen Jano's highest of highs and his lowest of lows when he was in New York. You know what I mean? He's a good he's a good key right now. He's a good piece for the system right now. But to go where they're trying to go, I think you're going to have to address that situation sooner or later. For sure. I think in order for me to uh, to answer that question with absolute certainty, I got to wait to the end of the year to see what happens with these other teams like the Ravens. And speaking of the Ravens, they were the second game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have them winning that game, I'm not going to lie. Okay. But I felt like it would have been closer, even though the score wasn't as lopsided yeah, the game uh, as the game indicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, the Ravens lost 13-3. In the second game Saturday, uh, oh, before I get to that game, um, Colts Vikings. Matt Ryan has now been on the negative side of two of the largest comebacks, two of the largest <laughs> in Super Bowl history and now regular season history. Um, even though they squandered a thirty-three point lead, 
um, we saw what it was after, well, we knew what it was going to be after Jonathan Taylor got hurt in that game. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really what lost the game. Right. The Jonathan Taylor injury because if they was up 33 nothing with Jonathan Taylor, it's over. Right. The way he run that ball, it would have never came back. You know right. what I mean? But to be fair, I don't want to, because that's on, that's on Ryan's, you know, Matt Ryan's, that's on his plate now. Right. The 28-3 and now the 33 nothing. But that's coaching. That's lack of coaching. Speaking of coaching, what it like? What it? What can we say now about Jeff Saturday? What can we say about that hire? Um, Jim Ursay, he came to he came to his aid. He he backed him. No, this is I know Jeff for a long time. He he's always had that coaching mentality as a center when he when you know when he played for uh you know when he played for the Colts when he played with Peyton Manning. But what does that say about him now? Not not Jeff Saturday. But what does that say about Jim Irsay? Like, this is this is what happens when you disrespect the integrity of the game. There's no way you could take a player, an ex-player who's never coached, never done any kind of coaching on any level, what he coached in high school or something. I think he had some type of high school experience. And you give him one of the best 32 in the world. Right. That's what you get. Disrespecting the integrity of the game. That's what you get. But why isn't it being spoken on? Though? The reason why it's not being spoken on is because how can they speak on that and they still haven't got Jerry to uh, denounce racism? Yeah. Well, we three weeks into that. I'm going to say that every week. We're going to keep track. <laughs> we three weeks into that. Oh, man. But now we go to game two yeah, on game Saturday, two, Ravens uh, game. Ravens, uh, Browns. <clears throat> I really didn't want to talk about the Ravens this week. I mean, a lot of what I said last week, I still stand on. Okay. Um, but what I'm saying, what I saw this week mm-hmm. is more of an indication that it's not just a offensive thing. The defense played well enough to win, even though Chubb got his hundred yards. He, you know, he warmed down uh, in the fourth quarter. You know, getting chunks here and there. The defense still played well enough to win. They only gave up 13 points, even though K. York mixed, missed. Uh, two field goals, two field but goals. they still played well enough to win. Yeah, this is a clear indication that it's just not an offensive thing. It's becoming more of an organizational thing. It's becoming it's all it's it's already been a scheme thing, as I mentioned previously. But <clears throat> when when you go into the game, I, I two things that that I saw early on. One on the first drive, um, on the fourth down play. You in the red zone. It's it's a fourth and one. It's not fourth and inches, but it's a fourth and one. Um, you have to, even though um, Huntley has started games in his league, mm-hmm. he's still a backup quarterback. Right. Uh, he's coming off a concussion. Right. Right. So you know that it's playing on his head a little bit. No pun intended. Okay. Um, you got to take the points in that situation. And even when you listen to John Harbaugh's uh, post game press conference. Um, he alluded to that. Looking back on it, if I, think, if I don't think we're going to get it, I'm kicking the field goal. I felt like we were going to get it. I mean, they, they got theirs and it led to a touchdown. So uh, the bottom line is execution. But if we're not going to get them, we'll kick them. So at the end of the day, you want to talk about, well, you know, we didn't get it. If I knew, they, if I knew we weren't going to get it, I would have took the points. No, stand on your decisions. Exactly. Stand on your decisions. Hindsight 2020. You've been praised for... You know, I, I I look back to the Ravens-Chiefs game last year when he went for it on fourth down 
to keep Mahomes from getting the ball back. And that situation is understandable. You get the first down, game over. Right. But in these situations where it's early, and, and remind you, he was praised for it. He was praised to the highest of highs for, for that decision. For mm-hmm. Okay, now we look at all the decisions he's making when it comes to these fourth downs, and he's not, he's not converting on them. And now it's getting to the point where he don't want to stand on a decision. It's like, no, stand on it. You mm-hmm. made the decision. Stand on it. Don't backtrack. Don't 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 regret it. No. Look, if we were put in that situation again, I'm gonna go for I'm it, do again. it again. Yeah. I'm gonna do it again. Yeah. No, don't. Oh, if we knew, if I knew we weren't gonna get it, then I would have took the three. If if was a fifth, we all be drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so I understand what you're saying. Uh, but look, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a completely different way with that game, okay. though. I understand everything you're saying, but in my perspective. That was an AFC North divisional game. That's how y'all games look. When the Ravens and the Browns get together, Ravens and the Steelers, it be games like that. It was just ironic watching that game on Saturday because it was a splitting image of the game y'all won last week with the Steelers. Right. <clears throat> Miss field goals, block field goal. You understand what I'm saying? Fourth quarter, fourth down plays where you should take the points and you go for it. It was just like the same game, but... When when AFC North rivals get together, I never expect high scoring games. Well, the similarities between the two games, as I like as I mentioned last week, you rush for two hundred yards, mm-hmm. but you still have no passing game, and this is what we see when you don't have a passing game, and you're out there making mistakes, and you're out there making poor decisions. It just like even a Steeler game, it did. We won. Right, mm-hmm. but to me, a win was could, a win last a, week. Remember? But I don't, I don't stand on that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know. stand on that. I'm speaking at for all. the masses. A win was a win last week. Yeah. So when you when you look at that, when you look at the similarities between the two games, mm-hmm. the Steelers were the one that, um, the Steelers were the ones who made the mistakes. We we were the ones who took advantage of their turnovers. Yeah. Um, the Browns didn't necessarily take advantage of our turnovers because we still had opportunities in that win. game mm-hmm. to stay in it. But okay. we, when you don't have a passing game, when you have a run game and your two running backs, J.K. and Gus, had 20 carries for a buck 80. And I, I, I think I understand to a degree with J.K. being on a account, um, a, you know, a snap count because they're still monitoring his knee, making sure it don't swell up, you know. And even on his, his, uh, his 37-yard uh, run, where we felt like, oh, he about to break this thing, and then that showed he wasn't healthy. Yeah, that's, for sure. <clears throat> that showed he's not a hundred percent. His 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 breakaway speed isn't there. But at the same time, it's certain things that I continue to see. The fourth down play. Look, take the points, right? Take the points. Okay. And then the uh, when we were in the third quarter and we were in. Uh, the red zone. Mm-hmm. It was a third and long, and you chose to run a levels, and neither, none of the levels went past the first, first down, down marker, marker. And you throw the ball, and the corner jumps it. For one, I mean, Deshaun Jackson, that's not his game. Right. And even when he went for the ball, it's like he didn't go for it. He didn't go at the ball aggressively. Yeah. Which caused Denzel Ward to, to snag. Yeah, and it's there. like, the same thing we said about Pittsburgh last week. When you have turnovers, especially in the red zone, you're taking points off the board. Yeah, That game could have been 13-6. It could have been 13-9 had they not gone for it on the fourth. Now, some people don't have any problems with them going for it on fourth down. 
that's fine. I'm cool with that. But you also have to look at the situation. It's an AFC North game. Like you said, it's going to be physical. Mm -hmm. You have to take what you can get. And then also, too, you have to understand who you're playing with, your personnel. Again, you're playing with a backup quarterback who's coming off a concussion and who has not thrown the ball down the field. So the same way you're getting, like, you average more yards running than you did passing, bro. Mm -hmm. So that's that's saying a lot. And, And to me, when you start nitpicking, at because you're you're at a point with the offense where you can't but you can't say but so much, especially after the day where you back your OC. Right. You said, you know what? No, Greg Roman is my OC. He's family. This, that, and the third. Even despite the fact that y'all found notes at the castle saying fire Greg Roman, whether it was a fan or a player, we don't know. But the fact that now that's really starting to 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 dig in your skin, yeah, and you gotta back him. But now you're starting to take little subtle jabs at the offense, the rock, the wide receivers not running pop, uh, proper routes. And to me, that says a lot about them not knowing what they're doing when they go into the games, whether, you know, you have these basic routes, you're either running verticals or you're running out, out routes. routes. You can't, the, the, the offense can't tell if the defense is running man or zone. And, you know, that's it, a homework issue. It is. That's a homework issue. It's, it's a coaching issue. Everyone, yeah, the coaches aren't coaching, but the players aren't. They they aren't. Studying they're not. They're either. not. They're not studying. They're, they're not, not engaged. Either. But to me, that tells me not only the coaches, because when you think about positional coaches, yeah. and their jobs, and what they have to do in order to get the players ready, it's telling me that yo, we all fed up with all of this, <laughs> like straight up. And now it's like, oh, we're hoping to have Lamar back this week. He's not going to be a hundred percent. If he Lamar plays, don't come back. I know you might not listen to this podcast yet. Do not come back, because all it's going to do is it's going to continue to look the way it's looking, and it's going to continue to affect your money. Get <clears throat> healthy and talk to them in the off season. Word. Um, I, I'm not going to get too much into it. I mean, y'all know where I stand at. Uh, for people who I've talked to and had discussions with about the Ravens, I, I I appreciate and I respect y'all opinions. But please stop saying that this this team could. It looks different. It looks more balanced with Huntley. It doesn't. It really doesn't. It <laughs> yeah, really this, doesn't. This year, Huntley hasn't helped himself. And I get it. Last year, <clears throat> even though Huntley looked decent last year yeah, but you also ha- you also have to look at the weapons he had last year yeah i keep telling people you're trying to say that the 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 team looks more balanced with with uh huntley but huntley can't get the ball down the field at least lamar attempts to get it attempt down the field. passes down the field even despite not having a downfield threat yeah like hollywood is hollywood isn't here bateman can't stay healthy and stay on the field we've seen it and this is when you don't when you don't prepare not prepare but when you don't have a, a backup plan because y'all went into the season y'all ain't pick up no receivers you went into the season Bateman is our guy but then you also have to keep in the, the back of your mind that you drafted a injury prone receiver who was injured coming into the league and then he gets injured in game 4 the first game where Lamar started looking bad yep, yep. so stop saying this offense looks more balanced with Huntley just because you see the playbook open a little bit more. All right, so listen, because we ain't, we ain't going to spend too much on the Ravens because we got to get to all the other games. Right. We got to talk about that debacle 
for my team, New England. We got a lot to discuss. But let's fast forward with this season. Yep. I want to get to the end of the season. Okay. What is your opinion on what happens or what needs to happen for the Ravens to get where you need where you see them going in the future? If Harbaugh is standing on if Harbaugh is standing on his decision to keep roaming for the rest of the year, okay, I understand it. It's only three games left. Right. At the end of the season, like I said last year, it gotta be some shaking up. Now, if you decide to keep roaming and then y'all tag Lamar, expect more chaotic. Yeah, yeah. Stuff it's, next year. year to stay. It's gonna be another year like this. It's gonna be another year. Yeah, for sure. Now you can go. Now if you go out and my thing is, and I had this conversation with my homeboy about the receivers in the league. <clears throat> there are at least like half half the half the NFL has a one, a bona fide, a bona fide one, one on okay. every team. Yeah, I give you that half, half, half of the league. Now, in certain cases. Some teams have More a one, one, a 1A, mm-hmm. uh, they got a two, mm-hmm. right? And as much as we talk about how receivers don't want to come here, yeah. and whether it's playing with Lamar or playing in this system. In the system. Mm-hmm. If you decide to trade for one, you got to make sure you trade for a good one. Someone that is going to come in here and command attention, yeah. command attention um, to get some of that pressure off of Andrews because basically Andrews is our one yeah right but when you think about receivers in the league who are who are bona fide ones you can go out here and trade you trade for one now if you decide to take one in the draft all right cool but look at how that's turned out over the, the last few years you took Hollywood at one he wanted out you took Bateman at one he can't, can't stay on the field so so you basically want a whole offensive overhaul if it if it comes down to that, me, I don't I'm not a Greg Roman fan. Yeah. I feel like Greg Roman, he gives you what he can give you, and then, you know, it it's outdated. It stalls out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I kinda I kinda wanted to bring this up about that that whole memo that the uh that the NFL official sent to the owners about um them firing uh uh coaches and executives and all of that money being wasted. At the end of the day, I mean, I don't know what uh, what you're looking, you know, for in that situation. Like, what are you looking for the owners to do? At the end of the day, like, it's still going to be some coaches that's going to get fired at the end of this year that still have multiple years and a lot of money on their contracts. So what is the NFL saying? Since you paid them, you should keep them? Is that what they're saying? And, like, overall, like, is that what they're saying? that's, uh, like, you still, like, basically they were saying you got to remain patient. But at the end of the day... But this isn't the this isn't the era for patience. Nobody so, so has imagine, patience. So imagine so imagine the Denver Broncos keep Nathaniel Hackett at the end of the year. How you think that fan base gonna feel? I mean, I probably feel the same way about them keeping Russ. If we're gonna be honest, because they both are horrible together. I think I, I think <laughs> the inefficiency horrible. of Russ because you like you know going back to your point last year. You put somebody in a new offense and, you know, they're learning it. I think Russ is just he's not quite himself in that offense because it's completely different from what he's done over the course of the first 11 years in the league. I, I, I would give you that if this wasn't a veteran. OK, you're a vet receipt. I'm excuse me. You're a, a vet quarterback. quarterback. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So if you have a rookie coach, this is your organization. This is your team. You're getting 250 million. This is your team. Yeah. You go in there and you say, okay, this I can do this, I can do that, I like this, I like I don't like that. You understand what I'm saying? Right. He's been so timid 
with his orders. He's not saying, I like to roll out. I like to do this. This is what I'm more comfortable doing. He's, been, he's being a yes man. He's being a yes man. <clears throat> but I didn't pay you $250 million to come in here and be a yes man. Right. I don't mean no harm. I agree. I don't mean no harm. So I'm giving him more of that than I'm giving the coach. Right. Because if we're going to be fair and honest, the coach was there just in case they got Aaron Rodgers. For sure. Let, we, you understand yep. what I'm saying? Yep, yep, yep. So we got to also keep that in mind. Right. He did not come there for Russell Wilson. Backup plan. Russell Wilson was <clears throat> the backup plan. Right. So I'm expecting an 11-year vet, been to Super Bowls, you done been through the hardest of the hard. You know what this league takes. You're supposed to be helping this man get along. He's not helping him at all. Right. So I, before, before I blame Hackett, I mean, he's, he's definitely going to get fired. No, no doubt about that. But, but what if he doesn't? With, with this memo coming out, what if these – I mean, at the end of the day, it's the owner's money. They have the, they have the final say of what they can and can't do. Like, can't nobody tell them you can't fire this person? Right. But at the end of the day, what is this memo really saying about – The memo is the league just talking. Right. That's just them talking. But if but to your question, if they don't fire him, I wouldn't be mad because if I'm gonna get be patient with the quarterback, I have to be patient with a first year coach as well. You should, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? That's just percent. that's just fair. A thousand percent. That's just fair. I'm gonna give y'all a whole nother off season together. I'm gonna give y'all a whole nother season. Now if this next year, twenty twenty three, looks like this, yeah. Now, him being a first-year coach, and we'll get back to the games, but him being a first-year coach, does the same apply for somebody like Cliff Kingsbury in, in Arizona? No, he's been there too long. How long Cliff's been there? He's just got an extension. Since what, fifth year? Fifth year? Fourth, fourth, fifth year? We know what you are by now. Right. He wasn't nothing in college. It, it, it also speaks to the characteristics and, um, and how players move in this era. Now I don't want to get too far ahead, but you look how you look at how Arizona looked in their first year, mm-hmm. right? Kyler was a rookie, had some promise. Second year they started off because this is Kyler's what third year, right? Or it's fourth year? No, this is this, this fourth. fourth year. Fourth year. So the second year I think they finished like eight and eight, mm-hmm. right? Then last year they got off to the seven and no the start. Seven and no start. I know DeAndre got hurt, but then yeah. we look how they finished down the stretch. We look how Kyler looked in the playoff game. Okay. Then this year. They just been all over the place. Yeah. So I think that's organizational. It is. Like overall. It's, like it's, it's the it's whole organization. It's yeah. dysfunction. Yeah. It's dysfunction. Yeah. But look, let's get back to these games. So uh-huh. we talked about the Raven game. That was the uh, the second game. We yep. talked about the Colts Vikings game. Uh Dolphins Bills. Dolphins Bill. Play you know what? This actually turned out to be a great a game. A great game. And I'm you know what? But it, the weather wasn't what they expected either. Exactly. But at the same time, as much as I want to give Miami credit for being in control of that game, Mike McDaniel, he dropped the ball at he, he dropped the ball down the stretch. On the Justin the Will podcast, we don't do moral victories. We don't no. 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 We're not doing that. They got up out of that sunshine, and you saying it looks different. But they fall hard. But they you know what hard. though? I don't think I don't think it looked as different. As what people anticipated. Until the snow started coming. But but if my thing is, so Raheem Oster had a hundred over a hundred yards in the first quarter. Yeah. He had over a hundred total yards in the first quarter. Why you go away from that? Because that's not what they do. That's not what they want to do. You understand what I'm saying? He got those shiny toys on the outside. He got Waddle. He got Waddle and Tyreek on the outside. He got those shiny toys. Right, right. He wanna right. show them off. Right. 
He want to show them off. Oh, y'all said we couldn't throw. Y'all said we were scared of the weather and this, that, and the third. He went in there with a with a with a point to prove. Speaking of Tyreek, did you uh, peep his interview uh, on, the on sh- Club Shay Shay? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I watched it. Which you, you, you know what you know about? what's interesting about that when I think about when you have certified weapons, especially on the outside. Uh huh. You know how it was when we was growing up, right? We playing backyard football, or you know you played Pop Warner or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. The most skilled players were, were the ones who had the ball, right? Right. Even when we played in played in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Neighborhood, you know, boys would get together. And we we all knew we had a skill. Yeah. We all we knew, knew what we was good at. Right, Absolutely. right. And then once when we played, we all knew, especially being kids, like, okay, we all gonna get an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Somebody gonna quarterback, somebody gonna run it. And the thing about like even when you play defense, defense you always felt like you could make a play, right? right? If right. you playing corner and you playing tight coverage on your, and this is as kid as kids, right? Okay, you playing tight coverage on your guy, you still feel like you made a play, even though the ball ain't come your way because you kept the ball from coming, coming your, way, your way, right? Yeah, yeah. But on offense, right? Yeah, you playing receiver. Uh huh. You might get the ball thrown to you two or three times, right? Because okay. you know it's it's I other. I, I think I know where you going you, with it, this. It's I other. Think I know it's other going. skill. It's other skill players out, out there, here, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So, my thing is this: you always like when you leave when you leave a game as a kid. You like, I wish they would have thrown the ball to me a little bit more. Even as we got older, whether you played in whether you played pop Warner, whether you played high school, whatever. Ooh, look like. I thought he was very fumble, right? right? <clears throat> we always feel like, even when I played receiver, you always feel like, yo, just throw the ball my way yeah. give me a chance. Yeah. I, I, I can, can make the play. Dude. He can't guard right. me. Yeah. And we know that receivers are the divas of the league Absolutely. because they want the ball. All the time. When you think about offense, right? Mm-hmm. You think about the O-line. They never touch the ball. They know what they, you, they know what they, you know, their job yeah, is. They the, the quarterback they the touches... Greatest. The ball every play, whether he's handing it off or throwing it. it. The running back going to touch the ball almost 20 times a game. So you know he's going to be fed. He good. But the receivers, they don't know whether or not they're going to get the ball, right? Because it's a dependent position. Right. Okay. So when I look, when you speak about the toys that he got on the outside, right? Mm -hmm. I think about how coaches always try to, well, certain coaches like that. Mike Mike McDaniel was a first-year coach. So with the weapons he has and the offensive-minded coach he is, He's trying to feed everybody, right? Right. Does this speak to that being too much in his head where it's just like, oh, I got to feed Reek. I got to feed Waddle. I got to feed this guy. I got to feed that guy. Because when I think about Tyreek in that interview, mm-hmm. and I think about what he said, you know, when, when Sharp asked him, did you ever think that you would leave Kansas City? And it really blew my mind, and it annoyed me because I'm like, bro, y'all talk so much about team, team, team. Y'all talk so much about team, team, team. Right. But in the back of your minds, you it's know me, that me, it's me, 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 me. me. Yeah, yeah. You talked about how, and that, but that, but 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 that's not that's not singular to just Tyreek. No, but what I'm that's saying a is in this thing, right? But yeah, in this particular, thing. when you know that he left Kansas City because he said it out of his mouth, he felt like he wasn't getting the targets. He deserved. Yeah. But, bro, you had 160 targets last year. We know at some point. He wanted his own team. Right. Because we he know that Kelsey team. was That's the 1A man. on that team. He wanted his own team. Right. For sure. He wanted so his own team. We see, like, even now, he's up to what? 
150 targets. Yeah, he should be now. And we got three games left. He got like nine. He got nine last last game. Nine targets, something like that. Seven targets, something like that. So yeah, he pushing one fifty for the year. But the, but the thing that kill me about about the receivers sometimes is that, like you spoke to Sharp about, oh, some games I was only getting two or three targets. But it's just like, if you really a team player, sometimes even as the main weapon, you got to be that decoy in order for other people to eat because they're gonna try to take you out of the game. Right. I think back to the Chiefs Raven Ravens game again. Mm-hmm. Reek had three catches for 14 yards in that game. Okay. We would not let him beat us, but everybody else ate. Went crazy, yeah. Mahomes still had almost 400 yards passing. You're right. going to have games like that sometimes. Yeah. Because they want to take you away, but guess what? Mahomes is that type of quarterback where he's going to spread the ball evenly. So now the defense is like, dang, he feeding this person, he feeding that person. Who do we stop? Exactly. So what's your question? Does Mike McDaniel have the mindset of a coach that feels like I got to feed my receivers like I'm feeding a running back. All right. Before I answer that question, let me ask you a question about the coach. What type of vibe do you get from him? He's trying to be a player's coach. And I didn't say he is a player's coach. He's trying. He's trying to be a player's coach. He's trying his he hardest. Has a, he has a, he has a, a ignorant bravado about him. Not, I would, ignorant, I wouldn't say not ignorant, ignorant, like, like yeah. the lack of the, like the right, lack, right, you get right, what I'm saying? Right, not right. understanding what he really is right, right now. Right. He has a bravado that comes with him. Just, it just, it's confidence. Right. I don't mind it, but I just it's see. It's comedy too. Yeah, like but it's going to play, it's going to play into the way he called his game. You understand what I'm saying? So, so think about, think like, I think about another thing Reek said in that interview. He said first time he, he met Mike McDaniel. It wasn't like, oh, you know, nice to meet you. We're going for 2000 We're going for 2000 He knows, he, but see. He sound like an agent. But he knows how to tickle his fancy. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. He knows how to get his prima donna on the, on the you, chain. But you know what, that, you know what that's, that's also causing, though? It's causing you to force feed him when, you because, because you put that in the back of his head. Yep. Oh, we're going to get 2000 and shit. Yep. So, to me... You lose games like that because you try trying to sure. keep your players happy and instead that's of I was sticking to your game And that's why I was hit it. He had 100 yards in the first quarter, right? Right. If they keep running the ball, of course he might not. He's not going to get 100 every quarter. Right. If they kept running the ball, do you believe they win that game? Absolutely. I can't argue with Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I can't argue with that. So, But when he started throwing, I knew they were going to lose. Yeah. Because now you're playing into the Bills' hands. Right. So that's why that's what I mean by ignorant bravado. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Because I see this is working. Ego, ego, is it? Football is all ego, and it comes from the top on down. Yep. John Madden said football is what ninety percent mental, and then you got to think that mental that ninety percent mental is broken down into into smarts, yes. into ego, pride, into pride. Yeah, it is all in there. Yeah, it's all in there. Yeah. So that was that game. Yeah. Um, I still stand on what I, you know, what I said last week about Josh Allen. He played a hell of a game. I give it to him. He had four touchdown passes, no picks. Um, but again, when it mattered most, like Josh Allen got an arm, he got a cannon. I give him that. Yeah. But when it mattered most, when it was time to really make a play, in most of these games that you see, he uses his he legs. Was, yeah. He was the leading rusher for the Bills, and I and I spoke about this in terms of when we look at when we look at these teams. And when you talk about balance, mm-hmm. 
Buffalo has a potent passing attack. Yeah, because of game. because of the, the 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 type of quarterback they have and, and, and the arm that he has, right? And you look at Diggs, you look at Gabriel Davis, you look at Dawson Knox, but their running game is holding you, them back. If you take if you take Greg Roman and put him in Buffalo with his running game, then Buffalo might be unstoppable. I don't think they got the, the pieces in, in terms in terms of the, running the scheme, the running yeah, scheme, yeah, right, right, game. right. But to me, like Singletary. He reminds me a little bit of Dobbins and with the shiftiness, but he's not as Dobbins. Yo, he reminds me so much of Ray Rice. It's crazy for sure. But like, if Just you look at Sing- if you play. look at if you look at Devin Singletary run, like he'll he'll bang with him. Yeah, he'll definitely bang with him. Yeah, Come on, will. Baker, gotta that's, get rid of that. That's Baker. He'll bang with him, mm-hmm. but they don't have to me. They don't have. The 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 creative the, the creativity in the running game. So they missing day ball. Is that is that what you going? But even when they had day ball, they had a better running game when they had. But they ain't run the ball. Yeah, <laughs> they ain't run the yeah, ball. Right. Josh Allen ran the ball. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> but you, you know, right. um, I think that of course you know most national media pundits would say the gap is closing in terms of the MVP race when you think about Jalen Hurts, when you think about Patrick Mahomes, when you think about. Um, Josh Allen. And speaking of one of those candidates, um, Eagles Bears, right? Okay. Eagles Bears. The game was closer than what most people expected. But as you and I talked about, these are the type of games that build the type of champions that you want to see. It builds character. It builds team. character. If you go through the whole year not facing adversity, not getting into them tight games where you got to show that the camaraderie is there, that the team is there, that we all in this together. When you get to the playoffs, you get bumped. And this is what their second or third. I know they lost the one to Washington. Yeah. Um, that's a division game. You know they can go. They they way. had a close game with the Colts. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And even though Jalen Hurts, he may have taken a hit to his MVP can- candidacy with the two picks. He still played a solid game. Yeah. He had three hundred yards passing. Uh, he had three rushing touchdowns, yep. and even that last touchdown where he ran straight up the middle, he he hit the a gap because the safety was coming down a blitz, and he took it twenty two yards to the end zone. They came first of all, they came on a safety blitz up the middle, playing man behind that, with no spy, with no spy. Once he breaks the line of scrimmage, who's stopping him? No one. That's why he cruised right into the end zone. He ain't go full speed. Who's stopping him? He cruised right into the end zone. But what I like about him. And we talked about it a little bit earlier, but I want to get it on the podcast. I like how he sticks to who he is. Yep. Ooh. Once he once he threw those picks and he knew this wasn't the game for that, he didn't say, oh, I'm going to still show y'all I could throw the ball. Right. He said, man, I'm going to tuck this thing and run. Yep. I'm going to do what it takes to win. No, it's nothing wrong with There's that. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't believe that Jalen will allow the national media pundits to make him a player that he's not. Right. I don't see it happening. Yep. So that's what I like about his game. Yep. He sticks to who he is, and he knows who he is. Oh, my goodness. Also, it's being reported that a lot of teams are going to wait until um, until the offseason to see what the Eagles are going to do with Jalen in terms of uh, his contract extension. So when you think about, you know, Lamar is, 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 a, is a separate entity, but when you think about a uh, – a Justin Herbert. Yeah. Uh, when you think about uh, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow. Um, a lot of teams are are, are going to wait to see um, what's going to happen. And as you and I talked about before, Philly is Philly. Philly has always had this type of dynamic quarterback. 
When you think about Donovan McNabb, when you think about Mike Vick, yeah. when you think about Randall Cunningham, yeah. they've always had a dynamic quarterback. So they're not going to stick to the prototypical laws that the most of the NFL like to stick to. They're going to go with what they feel comfortable with. And you can see that with what they put around Jalen. Exactly. And if they're and if they're based in if they're basing what they do with Jalen off what they're going to do with all the other quarterbacks, they're going to get their money. Because they're not going to play with Jalen. They're comfortable with this style of quarterback. Right. So they'll go five, six years with this. They don't mind. We we've said it before. And then at the same time, Jalen is a different He's a different type of scrambling quarterback. Even though he got hurt. You saying that? Yeah. He got hurt. They saying they but, don't know if he's going to play. Uh, I mean, he's going to play, but you know, sure. how they, you know how they but do But Jalen, like, like you alluded to, Jalen is a workout warrior. Yeah. He, he, the boy deadlifts, what, six, 700? That's a like, quarterback, bro. It's a quarterback. But no, that's a football player. <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying a quarterback benching six, seven, I mean, deadlifting? Right. Six, 700 pounds? He's a Texas, first and foremost. Yeah, and one of them he's Southern a, he's boys. A, he's a football player. Yeah, for sure. He's a football for player. Sure. And when you think about— And you he's know, the son of a coach right. on top of that. When you think about Michael Parsons' comments about, oh, is it really Jalen Hurts or is it the Eagles? Yo, what difference does it make? Because at the end of the day, Mike, Mike Sirianni— is Mike, right? Sir, no, Nick Sirianni. Nick. My fault. Nick Sirianni. What he's done, when you look at them last year, even though they made the playoffs, they kind of snuck in that. Yeah. But you look at how he's helped develop Jalen. For one, Jalen, he stayed he stay, he stay in the facility. Mm-hmm. They say he the first in there, he the last to leave. Mm-hmm. They say he in there longer than the janitors, for real. Mm-hmm. You got to ask him to leave. Mm-hmm. So that shows his dedication. Right. For one, when you have a dedicated player like that, and then you start putting those pieces around him, like you're going to get his full potential. You're going to get his full potential. Yeah, for sure. You're going to get, sure. and then you're showing him with what you, like, you went and got his boy, for one. You yeah. went and got his boy. Mm-hmm. And his boy is showing you, yo, I'm a legit top 10 receiver in this league. And, 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 what, the, and what Devontae Smith saying on the other side? Don't, don't forget don't about forget. me. I'm 1B over huh. here. No, I'm 1AA. And I'm 1AA. And if you think you're going to put me one-on-one over here, I'm going to kill him. And what, and what did he do Sunday? <sighs> he went crazy. He gonna, you're going to have two 1,000-yard receivers. You're going to have – you already got a 1,000-yard rusher. Yep. Right? And yep. Jalen close to getting a 1,000 well, himself. Had, he pushing 800. Yeah. So this is the most complete offense that this league has right now. Yeah. And it's because you have faith in your scheme. You have faith in your system. And what you, go, what you do, you go out and get you a, 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 a slugger of a receiver, yep. you got a finesse on the other side, yep. you got you a top 10 tight end, yep. you probably got the best offensive line in the league. So mm-hmm. don't give me, is it Jalen or is it the Eagles? My question for that right there, my answer to that question would be, did any other offense look this potent with the, with, with the other quarterbacks? When Carson was there, when Nick was there, when all of the quarterbacks they had since, nothing looked as potent as this looks this and year. And this is what I mean in terms of you scheme for the quarterback. The quarterback don't play to your scheme, right? Right? You scheme for the quarterback. You do when what they, they had, yeah. when they you you do what they're good at. What they're good at. Right. So when you look at Jalen, um, even when they even though it was Doug Peterson's offense when 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 they were in Philly. Okay. Carson Wentz, of course, a lot of stuff was going on in his head. Same thing with Lamar. But at the end of the day, <clears throat> you look at what he was doing in Philly. He had, eh, 
he had decent receivers. But he ain't, he ain't had what he got now. Right, he ain't got what he got now. Yeah. <laughs> but when you look at what they have, and people like to say, well, you know, um, look at the pieces, look at the personnel, look at the scheme. But isn't that what you're supposed, supposed to, to do? do. It's, like, it's like they're getting scrutinized for doing what they were supposed to do. Right. This is what you, when you have a question at quarterback and you want to know if it's the quarterback or if it's your team, you go out and get all the pieces to make him successful. And if he can't be successful, then you know you need a new one. In Doug Peterson's last year or two, Miles Sanders, I remember him complaining about not getting the ball, not getting touches, right? Okay. And you didn't have the receivers that you have now. Ooh. Ah. Oh, overthrown. That was a clean overthrow. I'm telling you, look, Rams keeping this thing close. That was a clean overthrow. Mm. Wow. Wow. The, the age starting to show A-Rod. Yeah, everybody can't play until they 40s like nah. that, man. Nah. <laughs> Tom got everybody thinking they can go that late. Nah, yeah. Oh, that's that's a, that's that's one of a million, man. But it, but it goes back to, you know, when we talk about the Eagles. You have you get you have okay receivers. You got you got one of the best offensive lines in the league. Protect Carson Wentz, run the ball. Yeah. Stop trying to be cute. And you see what the Eagles are doing now. Miles Sanders is a thousand yard rusher, but Jalen Hurts is also getting them runs in too. You're about to have two thousand yard receivers. It's balance, but at the same time, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing in this league. Yeah. Stop trying to be cute. Stop trying to use analytics. Run the ball. Play football. Throw it when you have to. I've told you plenty of times. Analytics is going to get a lot of people fired. It already has. It's going to get a lot of people fired. It already has. Um, Falcons played the Saints. I don't got much to say about that game. Um, uh, Falcons started Desmond Ritter. Um, he looked okay. Yeah, I expected him to run like he did. Rookie. Yeah, rookie. Uh, Steelers beat the Panthers. Um, you know, again, I don't have much to say about that game. Sam Donald is Sam Donald. Mike Tomlin is still one of the best coaches in the NFL. I hate the Steelers, but I give credit where credit is due. I love Mike Tomlin. He keeps his team competitive. He keeps. His they're, team competitive. They're never coming into a game believing they can't win. And I like the fact that despite what everybody was saying last week, he went back to Mitchell Trubisky and he played well enough for right. them to win that game. Mm-hmm. Um, Chiefs beat the Texans. The Texans last two weeks have been playing these uh, contenders uh, competitively. They're pushing them to the brink. Pushing them to the brink. Um, Chiefs, you know, they went to overtime with them. Again, to me... As good as Patrick Mahomes is, and this is one of the things that got Andy in trouble in Philly. In Philly. <laughs> your offense is there, but what's up with your defense, bro? That that's that's Andy Reid. No matter where he goes, it's gonna it looks the same. Yeah. It's just that he didn't have a Patrick Mahomes in Philly. You know what I mean? And 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 the receivers. Yeah. And and the tight end. Yeah. So uh Cardinals beat the Broncos. Um it was what, Rippin versus Colt McCoy. I couldn't. Uh, I, I'm not even gonna lie to you, Justin. I couldn't watch that game. Nah, it was it was that ugly. It was yeah. that hard on my eyes. Uh, I couldn't watch that. Titans beat the uh, Titans. Actually, lose to the Chargers. Um, Justin Herbert didn't look as sharp. He impressed me though. But he it, impressed it, me man. for sure, for sure. Because you know we've been having questions about him. He made the throws when it counted. <sighs> big throw, big throws. He made the me. throws when it counted. That throw down the sideline. To Mike Williams? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. 
Um, Titans haven't won a game since um, since they fired their GM. Well, even yeah, because that was the game that started it. No, they actually lost. They lost to Cincinnati at home. The then they before? went to Philly and lost. Okay. Then they lost last week to Jacksonville. But the so way AJ Brown did them, demoralizing. <laughs> demoralizing. <laughs> they said we let this go. Demoralizing. We let this go. You traded this. Yeah, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Pack your bags, go give me your key so, card. So, okay, so I watched some of that game. I watched a good amount of that game. Okay. Ryan Tannehill got injured early. Yep, and then he came back into he the game. He came back into the game. Right. Do you think that was the right decision? Because his mobility yes. was compromised. Yes and no. Because what I've seen from Malik Willis thus far, he he needs some time. He needs some time. He needs some time. And you're in the playoff hunt. You're in the playoff race. So, your best option needs to be in there, regardless if he banged up or not. That's fair because Jacksonville is is gaining on him. So that's and speaking fair. of Jacksonville, boy, was I loving that win <sighs> against the Cowboys. Because my thing is this: players are talking way too much nowadays. Yeah, way too much. Yeah, Michael Parsons, mm-hmm. I love you as an athlete. You're a hell of a player. That's that's but the youth. You gotta look. Hairline? I know, I know you on podcast. You talking to we talking to Von Miller, that was right? Von Miller. Like uh-huh. I get it, but stay away from that. He'll learn. He'll learn. You want you want to be competitive? I get it, but yeah. stay away from that. He'll y'all, learn. y'all haven't even played yet. And then what does that say about the mental fortitude of the Philadelphia Eagles who went out there and took care of business, but then y'all blow a 17-point lead to Jacksonville? Y'all worried about all the wrong stuff. All the wrong stuff. Y'all thinking, worried about Philly. Too far Philly, ahead. Philly in their head that bad. You thinking too far ahead. Philly's in their head that bad that you got a game. Now you it's three games left, and now you're pointless. behind three games. It's pointless. The the Philly win Kiss doesn't that matter. NFC East division title goodbye. Yeah, the, the, it doesn't matter anymore. You lost to Jacksonville. It's so a rat. Philly, it doesn't even matter. It's a rat. Right. So even if y'all beat Philly this week, okay, it doesn't matter. Bravo. It's a moral victory. Moral victory. That's all. But so guess y'all what? Can say we split. Right. You still gotta go to Philly. Still. Doesn't matter. Still gotta go to Philly. Doesn't matter. But um, Jacksonville. That's Detroit of the AFC. Yo, they serious. That's Detroit. I like what Doug Peter. Yo. What and Doug you got to respect Doug. What Doug Peterson is doing for yes. Trevor Lawrence's confidence. Yes. Like, think about, think about. Um, remember he fumbled mm-hmm. on the second to the last drop. He fumbled. They looked like they was going to win that game then. Yeah. He fumbled. Nah, we going to get the ball back. What happened? Lock in. They had, what, a tight end? I mean, uh, a time, one timeout left. Yeah. Went down the field, kicked the field goal. Lock in. Even though they didn't get the points because they got the ball first in OT, but the defense came up big. Yeah, lock in. And that and that fingertip of an interception, beautiful. I love beautiful. it. Beautiful. I love it. You know, I'm a defensive player. I love defense. Oh, a thousand percent. So saying that, oh my goodness, made and, my heart and smile. I, and like as much as as much as I, I tell people all this all the time, I hate the Steelers, but I hate the Cowboys more. <laughs> I really because of their fan base. Not not just that. It's just again for one, Jerry Jones. Okay. Okay. The pedestal that society puts Dallas on when they haven't done nothing in thirty years. Yeah. Like we got we gotta stop. Like and then my thing is Dallas has a unit. They really do. But it goes to show that when you're not mentally prepared, like you're thinking again, you're thinking ahead to Philly. No, I take care of we seen what Jacksonville did to you know to the Ravens a few weeks ago. Yeah. We saw what they did to Tennessee last week, right? Don't sleep on them. Once again. Is ignorant bravado. Like, we're, we're seeing it all across the league. We're seeing it. 
the confidence is spewing out of these players, and there's nothing wrong with that. Y'all playing at the highest level, but you got to know when it's time to lock in. Right. Um, Bengals go down to Tampa. Look, as a Raven fan, I'm sitting here watching this game like, okay, Tampa, y'all controlling this game. Uh-huh. Then you come out in the second half and give the ball away four consecutive uh, possessions. Four consecutive possessions. So is that more on the offense or are you giving the defense some of that? You get a defense some credit for sure, a thousand percent. But to me, I seen the momentum uh, shift when ta- when Tampa scored mm-hmm. at the end of the second quarter, seventeen nothing. Right. Burrow and the Bengals went right down got the field, field got goal. a field goal. I'm like, okay, it's it's, it's swinging a little bit. Yeah. Then yeah. Tampa come out and go three and three out and on out. the first drive. Yeah. And then here come, I stopped watching it after that. My boys was in the living room. They like, dang, they scored. Dang, they scored again. Dang, another turnover. <laughs> another turnover. I'm like, dang, what's the score? And it was like, what, 34-17? And I'm yeah. like, yo, you, you can't make this stuff up. You can't make it up. When you, when you talk about Tampa is, man, like they can't run the ball. Brady can't throw down field, mm-hmm. right? Again, when we talk about balance, you got to lead. What you do when you got to lead? Run the ball. You run that ball. What happens when you can't run the ball? Yeah. Look at what happened to Tampa. Yeah. Look at what happened to Indy. Yeah. When you can't run the ball. You're giving too many opportunities. Too many opportunities. And the is going to come back and, and, a, and a team like the Bengals and a quarterback like Joe Burrow, they're going to capitalize. With that, with that weaponry? They're going to capitalize. With that weaponry? They're going to capitalize. Um. Giants beat the Commanders in the Sunday night game. Hold on, you skipped over a game. Oh, no, we're going to get to that. We're going to say that one for last. Oh, okay. That's the cherry on top. Oh, okay. That's the cherry. Okay, so you you just want to rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> I see where you're going with this. I see where you're going. Okay. No, we can talk for Commanders, you. Giants. Commanders, no, we, Giants. We're going to play it. Commanders, um, Giants. Commanders, Giants. I, it, it's a few things that, that, for one, the bear hug at the end of the game. Like, why not? Like, I get that you don't want the game to end on a PI, but you gotta throw that. If you're calling that in the first half, you gotta call it then. And then did you see when when McLaren was um he was he was trying to make sure he was lined up right? Yeah. And he looked at the and ref and was like, I'm ref, good, and, and the, the ref, ref still like yeah. what is that? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. So that game, to me, that that that's the type of stuff that kills me when it comes to the integrity of the, of the game. Of the game. Yeah. Because you know Rivera is going to get some memo either tomorrow or Wednesday saying, you, my bad. Yeah, we missed that we, call. We missed that call. We missed that call. I hate those memos. What, 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 what benefit does that do me today to tell me that you missed that none, call yesterday? None whatsoever. None Y'all could have kept that, bro. Y'all could have kept that. So that goes back to, remember when they did the, um, the test run when you could challenge P.I.? Yep. Yep. After the, the do you the think Saint do game. you think they should bring that back? They not going to. I think it slows the game down. But when plays like that happen, come on, man, that's blatant. But you know what's funny? Let's just say they did bring it back. They still would have kept that call the same. They you think so? <laughs> <laughs> still, I mean, I mean, would. I can't argue with that. Look how they did in New England. That was not a touchdown. That receiver, that wasn't a touchdown. The white, his feet was on the line. All right, let's go to that game. Let's it's, go to let's go to Ve- let's go to Vegas. Let's go to uh, <laughs> the side. Let's go to Vegas in New England. Hey, look. First and foremost, mm. I have to point out one play. One play. 
and it's not the play you think I'm gonna point out. When we talk about smarts, when we talk about intellect, like that play Kyle Duggar made. That play Kyle Duggar made. That's that studying. Play, oh my god. That's studying. That's, That's studying. Me, me. He's me. seen oh it my. from the go. <sighs> yeah. He's seen it. And then it was it was like pinpoint perfection as far as the timing of it. Like that play to me was the play of melt, the of the day. It melted for me. my heart. <laughs> and then have to turn and around. Then turn and, around and I'm like, yo, I let's talk the, about that. Let's I talk about the, that. Hold on, let me let me go vent ahead, for a minute. Let me vent for a minute. Do your thing. You got the floor. I went through so many different emotions watching this game. Because I'm like, okay, even when we was down 17-3, I'm like, this game ain't, this ain't a 17-3 type feeling. This, this is giving me more 14-17 the way I was feeling. So when he caught that pick, I was like, okay. Okay. Then we string along, you know, we get a couple field goals here, there, you know what I mean? I'm like, okay. Then we go up, I'm like, oh, man, we done stole it. Then you got them playing cover three. I have no issue with that. Right. Rookie mistake. I have no problem with that. You know we shade into the left. You know we you know we shade into Devontae. So you over here. The sideline is your friend. The sideline is your friend, corner. You get this man free reigns and then he stacked. Anybody that played receiver, you know when you stack a corner, yep. you got him. Yep. If we even, Pick. you beat. Oh. If you even, you beat. Right. And he caught it. I'm not mad at the call because <clears throat> you shouldn't have been in that position. True. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not that. I'm not that. I'm not that guy. Right. You shouldn't have been in that position. You're a rookie, so it's a learning. You know what I mean? It's a learning, learning curve. Right. That's cool. I take that. Right. Even though it looked like he was out of bounds. Right. From the from the top view, but you know we got him on the uh. You know you know they still owe Oakland from the uh from the uh, the tuck from, rule. From the tuck rule. They still owe them. So right. I take that, but let's get to the play. Let's get to the play. As we we all know what happened by now. Um, <laughs> it's, it's been it's, all it's over. Been, it's been everywhere, bro. Um, I, I asked you earlier, just 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 to mess with you. Which which play was worse? The the miracle in the Meadowlands when uh, <laughs> when when Herm Edwards picked up the fumble, right? The 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 botched. If I wasn't if I wasn't a it Patriot was in the playoffs. fan, mm-hmm. if I wasn't a Patriot fan, it would also it would always be the Meadowlands because right. that was a playoff, right? Game. But because but because I'm a Patriot fan <laughs> and 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 I'm starting to see things <laughs> and I'm starting to see things that I've never seen from a Patriot team. So let's get to that because I said I said to myself because I you know. Again, you know, we we put our GM caps on, right? I looked at it and go, first and foremost, I go, why not just kneel on the ball, right? First and foremost, I go, why not just kneel on the ball and play for overtime? All right, you don't do that. You start running it. I mean, you know, Stevenson gets the ball. He feels like he got some some field in front of him. Mm-hmm. He got a clear path. Mm-hmm. Oh, shucks. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, the players start collapsing on you. You you pitch it to, J- you know, Jacoby. Jacoby says... He doesn't see Mac, but no, he didn't see Chandler. I mean, he didn't didn't see see Chandler. Chandler. Yeah, but okay, let's say Chandler wasn't there. What Mac? What is Mac doing with the ball when he gets it? That that's the million dollar question. Now, if now now if that was Lamar, if that was uh, uh, Jalen Hurts, Mm -hmm. if that was Trevor Lawrence, 
anybody with any kind of wheels, I right. understand. Right. I understand. But if that pass got to Mac, where was he going? Three things. That was like a brain fart on live television. Three things. It, it, again, we talk about it. We talk about the in-game intellect. We think about um, even if the offensive coordinator, or in y'all case, the defensive coordinator, <laughs> calls calls that play. You know, Justin, go down. They told him to go down. Right. And this is where I bring in my conspiracy theory. I, I'm starting to believe that this team is going rogue. This team is going rogue because you think about Bill Belichick already not being a player's coach. Right. OK. So you saying that was going rogue on Bill. On Bill, on the fact that. You got a defensive coordinator calling offensive plays. You see, you still see Mac Jones and and his his animations. But I have, a, field, I, have a, I have a problem with that though. Talk to me. I have a problem with that because if you're my if you're my franchise quarterback, you got to keep your head. The team, but, but look at it. But look at the players nowadays. No, no, I understand that. But look any, at the, go ahead. any position I can take that from. Right. Not my quarterback. But but look at Mac Jones though. Look at look at who he is and look at who he tries to be. Even with the dancing and all of that, look mm-hmm. at who he tries to be. So you see other players doing that. Now you feel inclined to speak up and 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 be uh, uh, combative. I, I understand. You got a whole defensive coaching staff. I understand your but frustration, but not but not just Matt. Either either Stevenson and Myers had brain farts. Or this team is really going rogue. All right, so let me break it down. This is how I viewed it. I'm gonna give you from each, from everybody's perspective. Talk to me. When Ramondre <laughs> got the ball, yep, they was at. We was maybe at the. We was at maybe at our own forty, somewhere around that. Okay, maybe our own forty. We might have been no. We wasn't. We wasn't in plus territory. Right. So we was no. We was forty to the fifty coming in. Right. Once he got past about the 45 going to the 30, he was like, oh, I got more than I thought. Now that's where the brain fart came in. Mm -hmm. Because he's like, okay, I got 30. You know, we at the 30 going in. Mm -hmm. I could pitch it to Jacoby. Jacoby make a move. We might be able to do something. Let me ask you this. Did you think, even though the game was tied, and if they would have just, you know, it wasn't like they was losing, right? But did you think at some point, they were thinking about that Miami game when Miami had had the uh, the lateral. I will hope not because that <laughs> running back ain't King and Dre. Right. <laughs> so I will hope not. And, and Grunk wasn't playing defense. And Grunk ain't the one trying to catch him on the angle. So I will hope not. But then it's like, okay, you had the brain fart. Now you give it to Jacoby. And his brain fart is even more severe. He wasn't thinking at all. It's no way he could have think been thinking. The reason why he probably wasn't thinking, he probably wasn't he expecting didn't expect to get the, the ball. That, you see what I'm saying? Right. So that's why I, I don't want to say it's going it's going rogue mm-hmm. because going rogue is, man, you know, like, man, right. I'm going to do what I want. No, I don't think it's that. I, think I still it's, think there's some combativeness. In, it's definitely some combativeness, but it's, it's I don't think it's towards Bill. That's fair. You understand what I'm saying? It's towards Patricia. Okay. It's towards the offense. It's Joe Judge, Matt Patricia. It's towards them. Right. Think about it. Kendrick Bourne doesn't play that much. Right. And if you notice, he hasn't been playing since he came out and said, 
I just want to know the direction we're going. He said that early in the year. It's like speaking against the it's like speaking against the employer. Exactly. Right? So it's like, OK, or, or it's like it's speaking against the CEO who put somebody uh, in it in uh, an executive position that didn't who has deserve no it. experience. So all of the subordinates are looking like you don't even supposed to have this position right. in subordination. Kicking Why in. should we listen to you? You don't even run the offense. Right. You are a defensive coach. How right. are you calling plays? But what does that say about the coaching now in the NFL? Like we see, we see more and more players coming out speaking up, saying stuff, and it speaks to the last game we got to get to because I actually forgot this game, and it's a good thing I I did because we had a lot to talk about this Hold game. On. Before we get off this New England, because I can't <laughs> wait to get off of it. But this, but I want to put this right out here right now. Okay. Bill Belichick will let me know if he's gotten soft or not based off how he handles Jacoby Myers this week. What about Stevenson as well, though? Yeah, but we're on to Cincinnati. Is he going to sit both of them? I Honestly, I think he could. See, the thing is, Stevenson is a, a key part. But the other two running backs, Harrison and um, Pierre Strong, they look decent. But the one who threw that ball across the field, Jacoby Myers, if he's inactive this week, that's doghouse. Okay. Anybody that ever watched New England, you know about the doghouse. Okay. You're gonna either get you're gonna either get released, traded, or you're gonna be inactive for a couple weeks. Okay. So this is gonna show me, and then I'll let you know if it was rogue next week. Okay. All right. Speaking of the doghouse, um, Zach Wilson got out the doghouse this week <laughs> by default, though. <laughs> by default. Yeah. Uh, yeah Mike White yeah, got yeah. some uh got some rib rib issues going they on. They tightened so, him up. Buffalo so, tightened him um, up. It's, 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 it's interesting. We we had this conversation about his performance because you said you watched that entire game. I watched the entire game. I was game. in and out with it. I watched the entire um, game. So uh, his numbers was, what, 18 to 35, 317. He had a touchdown and a pick, and he ran for he one as well. He had two touchdowns and a pick. He had two touchdowns and a pick. Mm -hmm. he passed, he, two passing touchdowns, two passing right? Okay, because Uzama, Uzama caught both of them. Yeah. Right. So we, we, we had this discussion about and it goes back to my point with Tyreek. Do players want to like win or do they want a stat pad, right? Mm -hmm. So Zach Wilson played well enough to win yesterday. Right. Right? He played well enough to win. And we we also going to touch on the fact that the Lions are playing pretty good ball right now. So you got to respect them. Now, I went I went to this game thinking that the Jets were going to be able to get um some points on them because the Lions defense has been up and yeah, down most yeah, of the year. Yeah, now they've yeah, been that, playing. That's that weak link. They've been yeah. playing better as of late, mm -hmm. and because the Jets don't have a running game, and maybe Zach Wilson Not was a little rusty. Himself, you know what I'm saying? Thinking too much. Right. That you know what he they, threw all that to the wind, Justin. Yeah. He went into that game and he said, "Check this out. However it go, it's gonna go." But I'm not gonna. It's not gonna be. I didn't take the shots. Right. As to why we lose this game. Now getting back to my point about. The insubordination, okay. The combativeness of the players. Mm -hmm. We heard what Robert Sala said earlier today, right? Um, as far as him being, as far fired, as yeah, Zach played well, mm -hmm. but we still don't. I, I'm still not going to commit to he if he's going to be our starting quarterback next week. He played overall a decent game, even though he had a rough third quarter and he threw an interception. He missed some. He missed some throws. Boom, 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 boom. But then he also spoke about the what? What was it? The instant 
Yeah, the instant the oatmeal, coffee, yeah, oh, yeah, the instant coffee that the NFL was on. Right. So this is my thing with that with that team. Remember, we had a conversation, and I said he lost his locker room. He mm-hmm. no longer controls that locker room. Right. So he can't come out here and say I'm going forward with Zach Wilson because the team doesn't agree with that. Right. You understand what I'm saying? The team is Mike White. They're pro Mike White. But how how are those skill players feeling today? Uh, how 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 does uh, Garrett Wilson feel after getting four catches for ninety eight yards on what six six targets? How does um how does Elijah Moore feel after getting four catches for oh. fifty one on six talk? He spread the ball around exactly. So as a player, and he took chances. That ball he threw up to Garrett Wilson. Yeah, that was that could have been a pick fifty fifty ball fifty fifty ball. That's what y'all wanted from him, right? So I, what are y'all saying now? Exactly because because for one Zach. Has a stronger arm. Right. Right? He's more athletic. More athletic. Right? You just got to give him time. Yeah. So what does that say? Again, what does that say? Or what are the player? What are the skill players saying today? What are they saying tomorrow? What are they saying throughout the week? I don't know what they're saying, but I just have one question. Oh, you know what? They play Thursday, too. They play Jacksonville. Jacksonville. I'm taking Jacksonville. I'm going to put that out there right now. <laughs> I'm taking Jacksonville. They playing in Jacksonville? I think so. Okay. But I got one question. Because this is what lost him his job, right? Mm-hmm. Did the defense let him down yesterday? Ha <laughs> Did the defense let him down? He lost his job because he said he didn't let the defense down. If you Zach Wilson and you walking into the oh, I got my pep in my step. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm putting on my finest clothes. I'm, well, hey, you being you, you giving him a little sarcasm, right? Motivational spirit, man. Don't worry, we are gonna get him next time. Next time, don't worry. Y'all, about y'all played it. well. Y'all played well. We we did enough. We right there. We, we right this there. close. It's okay. We this close. It's okay. We gave up that long pass on it, fourth and one. It's okay that y'all let a a backup tight end. Rumble down, rumble the field down the field, and break, break tackles, tackles. And get to that end zone. It, 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 but you know what though? I got you down there. We got down there. We got close enough to. I'm, I made I made a couple of passes on on fourth downs, and I and I got us in position. But none to, of that matters, right? None of that matters. No more victories. No, none of that matters. The no way more. I played, we ain't gonna speak on that, right? Y'all get them next time. <laughs> and I'm not even a and I'm a Patriot fan. Right. I hate the Jets. Right. But what I'm not a fan of is this new era of players who have so much to say until it's their time to take their accountability. Right. That's why I want to know. Right. Did the defense let him down? And the strength of this team is supposed to be what? Their defense. defense. Absolutely. I just Absolutely. I just need to know who let who down. Ah oh, man. Hey, hey, look. So you know oh, we're gonna have a lot to talk fella? about with it. Yeah, that's Dylan. That's a big fella. We have a lot to talk about. Um. This Thursday game, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. This because I I, I want to see if Mike White is healthy enough to play. Who does he go with? Then Mike White not gonna play. He not. Nah. He not. He not gonna play. They can't. They can't. They, they gonna make it a health thing. Yes. Yes. Oh, Zach is gonna starting quarterback this He's, week. He still hasn't been cleared right. for contact. But you saw you but saw that Mike. He, you seen that Mike White was trying. He tried to get cleared by oh, like ten doctors to play. Listen, right? if they lose. He'll be ready next week. It depends on how they lose. If they lose, it's going to be because he did some crazy stuff. Zach Wilson threw some picks. You understand what I'm saying? Because Jacksonville's defense isn't that main So, state. So if, if Jackson, because you got to remember, Keenan Williams, he been hurt, right? He ain't, yeah, he ain't played he ain't the last playing. two games. Mm-hmm. So it's a short week. Right. If they down in Jacksonville, depending on Are the they temp- in Jacksonville? I, I want to say they Are, are they in Jacksonville? If... If well, either way, yeah, it's a yeah, short yeah. week. Mm-hmm. Let's say 
Zach Wilson has a pretty, you know, decent game. Okay. Let's say, you know, 250, two touchdowns, um, no picks, right? Okay. Let's say one fumble. Mm-hmm. Um, the fumble don't really hurt him. Okay. But Jack, let's say Jacksonville kicks the game-winning field goal mm-hmm. at the end of the game. They win 24-21. Mm-hmm. It's based off who the team wants. Is it? The coach doesn't run that. The coach. And that's the sad part about this league nowadays. No. no. Because trust me, he's seen how good he looked last oh, night. Oh, for sure. But for you to go ahead and nitpick the third quarter. Right. When he did good the first quarter, second quarter, and took the lead. In the fourth. To get y'all to overtime and all of that in the fourth. Get coached. But all you want to dwell mm-hmm. on is the third. That's not the coach talking. That's the team. Yeah. The team is running that. Yeah. <laughs> the team is running that organization. So he can't come out and say, yeah, Zach is my starter. Because how do you think the locker room is going to take that? Yeah. For you sure. You understand what I'm saying? For sure. Five, hey, look, four, last week three, we talked about, two, um, we one. mentioned uh, top five deep threats, right? Yeah. Um, did a little bit of research. Mine stayed the same. Hold on. Mine stayed the same, too. But to everybody that's our friends that's following the Justin Will podcast on IG, we want y'all to know we see y'all, y'all responses, and we're going to start responding to y'all responses live. Yeah. Because so we had one in particular. Yeah, get to that. Um, we had one in particular. He gave us his top five. Okay. He he mentioned, well, for, for uh, first, your top five was Randy, Deshaun. No, they're uh, in New York. They're in New York? It's okay, in New okay, York. okay. It's in New York. Um, you had Randy, Deshaun, mm-hmm. Calvin, Calvin, Marvin Harrison. And Tyreek. And Tyreek, mm-hmm. Tyreek wasn't your was he your fifth? He was last my week? fifth. He was your fifth last yeah. week. Okay, mine was um, Randy, Deshaun, Calvin, James Lofton, and Lynn Swan. And Lynn Swan. Lynn Swan. Yeah. So we had um, we had somebody respond to it. Um, their list was uh, Randy, Deshaun, Tyreek, Steve Smith, and Percy Harvin. Now, I'm not going to discredit anybody's list. Like that's your you know, that's your personal list. I respect it. They're more yak players. And that's what that's what got me thinking. Yeah, they're more yak. When I look at a Steve Smith, as great as a receiver he was, yak. he could get he could get you some 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 deep bombs. Yeah. But a lot of his uh long touchdown receptions came with some yak. Once he got the ball in his hand. Yeah, hands. once he got the ball in that's his hand. That's Percy Harvin, too. That's Percy Harvin. And that's yeah. a little bit of Tyreek as well. Yeah. Tyreek yeah. could take the top off. Yeah. But a lot of his long touchdowns too come off yet. Yeah, and that's because people play off of him so much. Right. That by the time you come downhill, he got a full hit of right. speed and you're not gonna catch the him. The only one I would really like, I would give you Percy. I mean not uh Percy, I would give you Steve Smith and I would give you Tyreek. The only one I really disagree with is Percy Harvin. You would give him Steve Smith? I I respect it. I respect it. Because again, you really got to go back and watch a lot of films. His early, his early stuff. Because Steve, I've seen Steve Smith catch a lot of bombs, even in Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. I've seen him catch a lot of bombs, yeah. but I've also seen him catch the, to the 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 um, the the deep or well, the intermediate, the deep routes, the in you know fifteen to 25, 30 yard passes, and then take it. No 40 distance. yards yak. You, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Yeah, so the, the only one I really disagree with, I definitively disagree with, is Percy Harden because Percy really wasn't never a deep threat to me. He was more of a bubble screen, quick slants. And, and, and they had somebody else on that team 
Who when they else was when he was on, on the team? Vikings, yeah, on the Vikings, they somebody had, had dreads. Who they was had that? Williamson. They had um. Oh. It was somebody on that team. Um, that played. Wide that was receiver. the. That was the. Um, who am I thinking? That was about? the Brett Favre years, right? The Brett Favre. Yeah, I believe right? so. Yeah, who was <clears> that receiver? That did more of the deep threat stuff because he did a lot of the bubble screens, the reverses, the jet sweeps. That was more so Percy in that in that offense. I'm trying to think. Who was that receiver? Oh man, it'll come to me. Yeah, it'll but come to but me. now we um we we feel more like it would be real difficult to do a top five yards after catch receiver because when you really think about it, like even somebody like Jerry Rice mm-hmm. in that West Coast offense, mm-hmm. Jerry would get a lot of yak. Um, you know, because of his footwork. Um, you think about somebody like Debo, even though I wouldn't put him in a top five yet because he hasn't played, he long, played enough. long enough. But yeah. Steve Smith would definitely be in a top five yak. Steve Smith would definitely definitely be in a top five yak to me. Um, when you think about players like Larry Fitzgerald, yeah. you could kind of, you know, think yeah. about sliding him into that. Yeah. But um, as far so, as what? Deep threats or yak? Yak, yak, yeah. as far okay. as yak. So, yeah. Um, last week I chose the top five um category. Now I'm gonna, you know, give it the will this week. Okay. I wanna do top five top five nose tackles. Wow. I wanna go in the five, trenches. Top five nose tackles. Now, does nose tackle when you think see nose tackles, I think more of a run stuffer, right? Yeah. So Yeah. Top five nose like Top five run stuffers on D line though. I don't want to go to your linebacker. Right, 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 right. I want to go D line. So are we going? Because when I think of a nose tackle, I think more so. I'll of a, make a run, a run stuffer, right. not not a pass. No, rusher. not a pass rusher. No, I want the run stoppers. Hmm. I want the run stoppers. Man, I'm gonna make you think a little bit. You caught me off guard last week. I'm gonna make you think. So even though he was still a pass rusher, I gotta put Warren Sapp in there. Okay, that's the first one came to my mind. Um. Vince Wolfolk, of course. Okay, that's two. Um, <laughs> man. <clears throat> I will put Sue. I will put in Dominican Sue. He played over the center in, uh, in Detroit. Okay. Um, hold on, give me a sec. I'll look, Warren Sack, right. Vince Wolfolk. Mm-hmm. Shoot. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of the um. Nobody now, comes to your mind from Baltimore. I can't. Haloti Nada was cool, but I can't put him top top five. five. You put him top ten, maybe. Because I thought of Nada. I thought of Nada. So when I think of like I he said, when I, my think of nose, when I think of nose tackles, mm-hmm. like. Somebody like a Ted Washington. Right. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Um, right. The big, even, the even big nasty. Deacon, Deacon in the Jones middle. played Deacon over. Deacon Jones, he did. Steelers. What was the DT? D- Green. Joe Green. Joe Green. Joe Green. Green. Yeah. So that's, that's that's four. Yeah. Green. Um, I said Green, Sap, Will Fork. Will Fork. I knew this was gonna be a thinking. I knew yeah, he was no, it's to cool. Think it's on cool. This one. It's cool. I knew he's gonna think it's on cool. this. <laughs> it's cool. So I, so I need two more. Yeah. Um, see, Aaron Donald is more of a pass yeah, rusher. You pass know what I'm saying? Rusher. Like, yeah. 
Mm. I like that. I'm I like not Fletcher. mad at that. I'm I like not Fletcher. mad at that. I like Fletcher. I'm not. I'm not. That's mad crazy at that. because he's in my top five. I think. I think Vita Vea has the potential to be there one yeah, day. Yeah, he a big nasty. One day, he a big but nasty. I might have to think a little bit more on that. So Joe Green, I'm trying to think of like the the crazy defensive teams, even. Because it would have been so easy for us to do DNs, pass rushes. No, I, I like it. I you like know what it. I mean? Joe Green. I'm like, let's, let's, let's do something where we got to think a little bit. Joe Green, Vince. But John Randall was more of a pass rusher. He was, like, yeah, he, he was more of a. But not, he wasn't he a was rusher. He's more of a DT. Like, oh, they got him listed as nose tackle? Okay. I'm oh, okay. okay. See, when I think about nose tackle, when like especially in that Viking era, when they had Kevin Williams and Pat Williams. Right. Like Pat Williams was like the nose tackle. The nose tackle and yeah. Kevin Williams was like the, the, speed the DT, rusher. the speed rusher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got three. I don't want to give you two just to give you, like, I, w- I really want to think about it and give you a solid, oh, Baker fumble. See, here we go. All right. So I had Fletcher Cox. Okay. Warren Sack. Okay. Vince Wilford, Main Joe Green. And this one going to throw your mind off. But I'm going to say him. Casey Hampton. Pittsburgh. Mmm, Casey. Come on, <laughs> yeah. Now. Come on, yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Casey yeah, Hampton, yeah. Pittsburgh. Okay, that's my five. Okay, and that's just off the top. Now you know we could do research, get some older guys, you know, from right. different eras, right? But just off the top, that's my five. Because I'm trying to think of a nose tackle who's who's a certified run stuffer, and then he could still get to the quarterback. Like his his forte was like even when you look at Sap, Sap could get to the quarterback, but Sap always he could stuff that run. So too. the person, the person who Meets that criteria that you're talking about would be in Dominican Sue. Okay. Because he, he's going to raise, he's going to wreak havoc on your line. Okay. So you're but not going to be able to run. There's a couple of them that I'm like, they like at the tip of my tongue, like especially from like that 90s era. And you know, I like the big nasties because, <laughs> you know, that's that, the, the, the trenches is where the games are won or lost. Oh, for sure. A thousand percent. And you know, he was so dirty. They call, you know, they call Indominus Sue a dirty player. Right. But he, he just was. came from he that earth. He definitely was dirty. He came from that earth. He definitely was dirty. I'm sit, I'm still sitting here thinking. Yeah, that was a good one. Especially like that early, early 2000s. Even somebody like a, um, nah, not top five, maybe top 15, like a Calais Campbell. Ah, Calais, that ain't bad. I wouldn't you know even, what I'm saying? I wouldn't even say top 15. You know, get you know who, 10? um, who was the dude in, um, in Jacksonville, 98, Henderson. 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 But he was okay. Yeah, he was decent. He was decent. He was I'm decent. I'm about to think more. I see it. the thing with Calais though, he didn't he doesn't give me attitude. You know what I mean? I feel you. I like feel I don't you. I don't I don't I don't sense like a, a, a so, main streak so about would him. Would you um would you so you said Casey Hampton? I like that one. Would you put him above uh Casey Haywood? That's his first name, right? Yeah, Casey. The, uh, Pittsburgh, yeah, right? Yeah. Ooh, dropped it. Um Would you put him up would you put him above? Would I put Haywood above him? Uh-huh. Nah. No? Nah, I wouldn't put him above Hampton. Okay. Nah, I wouldn't. Okay. Nope. Okay. All right, but look, man, look, we um this is a great conversation. Um look, y'all, we freestyled this joint. Like it it, it was a rough weekend for the both of us. Um I'm not hurt. Stop calling my phone. I'm not going to answer. <laughs> I'm not hurt. I'm not hurting like Will is. Don't call my phone. It's typical Ravens phone. for me, but I know when you lose like that, bro, like I, I, I feel for you. 
Bruh. I feel for you. It's like I didn't want to watch TV today. It be like that. Every every way I went, they were showing that it. play. It's like it's like when your team losing the playoffs and, and you one of the last four yeah, teams and, and they everybody be talking just about keep it. talking about it. Yeah, like I don't want to keep hearing it. Like we just dealt, but my thing is we just dealt with falling on the opposite end of a flea flicker. To the Dolphins in 2018. And it will make it worse is that Chandler did. A former patron. But look, man, we'll catch y'all next week. Um, appreciate y'all tuning in. I'll let y'all. This Don't is call my phone. I'm Justin the Real Podcast. Peace. Insane. How do you make that catch? Probably the final play. No, it's good.